Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 175. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road. I hold my beer with two hands, Andy. It's a very presidential way of drinking beer. I was actually... Okay, never mind. And Tony Katz. Yes, this is me, but what I was going to say, Andy, is I actually saw a uh, meme thing today with like how the presidents drink their water and how Donald Trump does hold his water with like two hands on his like little glass of water or something. See, so yeah, Andy walked in here and told me... He's like, hey, did you see Trump took a move out of my playbook? Oh, that is what you said, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's impressive. Um, you know, there's a lot of things <laughs> he it? doesn't doesn't do all that well, but you know, it's he's really worried about the safety of his drink. You don't want to spill. I can applaud that. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is episode 175. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Uh, also, check out our sports pod. There's not much to talk about on there, but uh, we talked about some stuff. Yeah, nothing positive. Yeah. Maybe in a, the coming weeks there will be. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff to get into today, and uh, some good, some bad, some middle of the road. Uh, let's just kick things off with uh, your favorite award season uh, show of the year, Andy, the Oscars, which is uh, postponed to April. Yes, yeah, so they're not going to do the Oscars in February in 2021, but also with that, they're exp- extending the period that movies are eligible through February of next year. Weird. Because there's just not going to be as many movies released, so they want to allow people to, uh, you know, get in some of those award things in, you know, I guess Feb- February of next year. So uh, that'll be different. The The Oscar winner in the year 2021 could be a movie released in the year 2021, which just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Pretty bizarre. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that far away, and they're already like, yeah, that's not happening in time. But yeah. it makes sense to uh, get more films allowed. Uh, secondly, moving on to... Uh, the Emmys, yeah. New the ho- Emmys also host. have a uh, have to do something different, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel will be hosting again for the third time, and he doesn't even know how it's going to work because that, that's from him, his bedroom. That's him September. Yeah, he's been doing his show from his bedroom or somewhere in his house, and it seems to work fine. So, will they do a whole award show like that? Maybe. Um, is the Emmys the one that uh, Ricky Gervais did? That's the Golden Globes. The Emmys is TV. Okay. See, I don't care about any of them, really, because I've never nominated anyway. You've never been nominated? No. I have like six nominations. I know you yeah. do. Uh, Andy, also, you work as, as a seat filler in past years, <laughs> so you, you're you like Kramer out there half the time. Well, I don't think they'll need seat fillers this year. Well, in your own home. Yeah, that might be an issue. How do you um, get all those gift baskets to everybody? Uh, Amazon.com. Oh. It's really impressive what they're doing these days. You can't Amazon Look, some of that stuff. So... If Amazon sweeps the Emmys with their original programming, you'll know what's up. No, that's true. I think they did last year. They had Fleabag one, and no one's seen it. Yeah, I don't watch anything on Amazon. Uh, well, you watch Jack Ryan every I day. I was just going to say, that's the only show. I know The Looming Tower was on Hulu, even. Yeah. Which that would have been... I wouldn't have mind. I guess you can't really do a second season of that. Um, yeah, so uh, neat. Uh, those are way out in the future. At least the Oscar side of things is um, far away. But there you go. So you can look forward to that or not, if you want. Uh, we have more news in uh, Funsville. And people are trying to put Funsville out of commission. I'm, of course, talking about Disneyland reopening in uh, a month from today, as you're most likely hearing this. July 17th, they've announced. Uh, short of you know government approval, that'll be the day uh, 
You're saying Disneyland, not yes. World. Disney World is like a week before or something like that. Uh, but we don't care about that's Florida. Come on, uh, downtown Disney for you people that want to go and have like a burger outside of the park. I think is a few days or a, a July 9th. So the Rainforest Cafe will be open. Well, that's then? been closed a long time. <laughs> that building's vacant. Trying to go to the ESPN zone also. Yeah, fuck. Uh, but yeah, so there's a petition online from, I would assume, what the internet's calling Karens, saying, how could you? You're trying to capitalize while people are dying. It's like, well, have you ever lived in this world? People die every single day. So you got to, you know, make lemonade, which means I want to go okay. ride my goddamn rides. <laughs> Uh, it's only like, it's like fifty thousand people or some nonsense that are just saying like Disneyland's trying to pull a fast one here and blah blah blah. It's like well, the world has to go on. We can't just I, call it. I'd be very surprised if they actually make that date. You think so? Yeah, that's horrifying. You're gonna get hate mail from this for this, Andy. Okay, from you? <laughs> no, for you saying these controversial things. Yeah, I don't see that uh, really being so, the, the case. But they're saying you know it's gonna be a very limited. Uh, uh, park capacity. They haven't specified. Uh, we're still they're waiting for further announcements. Uh, certain things are just not going to be available anymore. Um, like for instance, you're not allowed like kids go and hug Mickey Mouse and this and that. That's gone. Splash Mountain's just gone because it's racist. Oh God, <clears throat> yeah, that's so fucking stupid. Everyone just has something up their ass. Well, the racist parts of that thing are not in the Splash Mountain ride. Yeah, it's so, because the song is from a movie from the 40s. So it's fine. I don't get it. I don't really, I don't really get that one, but uh, the, they should make it Star Wars or something. That would be cool. There's none of the that. The Wookiee Mountain. Yeah. And you go down that also would be a fun, log. Yeah. But uh, that ride's just, especially in summer, and they're trying to take it away. Like, what dickwads? And I know they're not trying to take it away. They just say, retheme it. I, I want that movie to be on Disney Plus. Put it on. I yeah, watch I, it. let's see it and let's see what they're talking about. I've watched part of it on YouTube. You have? It is pretty racist, but uh, it's from the '40s and it's about the South. Yeah. Well, it's not. It doesn't. It's not take place in the '40s. <laughs> What's well, it, it yeah. made in like '46, right? I think yeah, it's that old. Yeah. I don't know anything further about it. So it's uh, set in the South right after slavery ended, or right after the Civil War, and. <laughs> During that period is when the uh, black people weren't slaves anymore, but they still basically worked there. Uh-huh. Very uh, strange time. But the songs were good, right? We all know them. Zippity-doo-dah. Yeah. Zippity-dah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, I hope that it opens, but at the same time, I have a low-level pass. I am curious just to even see if... Oh, you're way down on the list. Exactly. Like Mine's 35 a month. It's just going to be like Jaden Smith there. That's I it. already had to make reservations to go to this park. Now yeah. they're saying everyone would have to make a reservation. Hmm. And imagine only like 500 people in the park. Yeah, Barack Obama, <laughs> Jaden Smith, uh, Nicholas Cage. How many were normally in the park? Just to get oh, an idea. F- I have no idea. 50,000 in each park. and I have no idea. Whoa. I actually have no idea. I'll look that up because I'm sure it's... it's you it's, can tell me any number, I believe it. It's probably like a million and a half. Like, it's only uh, 19 people at once. Like, oh, really? It seemed like more. It is 85,000 people. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I believe it. And an additional 10,000 cast members yeah. when running at 100%. So 85,000. And 250,000 cats at all times. Yeah. You see more cats in uh, California. 
Disney California Adventure. Yeah, there's more tortillas to eat. They well, know what they're doing. and there's a lot of like more of this like visible wooded areas. Yeah. Uh, for instance, on the water ride, you always see a cat just kind of lounging right there. It's nice. Living the dream. You want that. He's got a little <laughs> mist coming off. It's keeping the air cool. It's better for the experience. It smells like popcorn over there. <laughs> You'll always have those like weird moms that just like take photos of the cat. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But okay. Um, yeah, I hope that Disneyland opens and uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but moving right along, because we do have a lot of stuff here. We have a big announcement from the uh, Apple on Monday, and that's uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference of 2020. This will be the first time, I think, in its history where there's not a soul in the crowd. Usually you have to pay like 1500 bucks to get a ticket to go to this thing, and you have to work for CNET. Uh, and then you get hands-on with all the new toys and whatnot. This time, it's all from home. Tim Cook's going to be up there all alone or something. Uh, but they're anticipating now this is not so much the hardware side of things that conference typically comes around september which they're also saying it'll be in september but the delay on the iphone is expected because of coronavirus but what you can expect and i'll talk more about this next week officially uh obviously an updated ios ipad os 14 mac's gonna get a facelift watch os 7 and uh, tv os 14 a uh, couple of things to hammer home on the watch, which which is pretty cool, is they're talking about blood oxygen tracking. So it's just going... For diabetes? It's just going to make sure means. you're more and more healthy. Uh, you see on the news, I don't know, three, four times a year, it saves someone's life because they didn't know they had uh, you know, an irregular heart rhythm. Little things like that. It's like every old person should have this. But then at the same time, every old person needs to have a grandson or granddaughter to tell them how to use it and look at it because they can have it on, but they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like my parents probably couldn't see this, uh, but it is good to have on old folks. And these have fall detection. So they're trying to put Life Alert out of business? Life Alert is expensive. My grandmother had it. It was like $80 a month. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's worth it though, right? I don't know. I don't know anything about Life Alert. We should be sponsored by them. My grandmother had it. She had the necklace. She had one on like the floor area by in her bathroom so if she fell it was on the floor which was convenient and obviously they know what they're doing um and then probably one in her room too but yeah that's these ones aren't that impressive for it's just software updates and uh nothing looks too impressive uh for phone or uh, the watch but you never know maybe they'll have something that'll surprise us so not as exciting as the playstation 5 no and uh, did you want to talk about that? Do we have I, that? I, I don't think it's on the list, but it's definitely worth talking about. I saw it come up. I heard uh, my dad was telling me today that the controller, just to buy a single controller, is about a couple hundred bucks. I, they haven't announced any pricing yet. Oh, well, um, I don't know where you heard that from then. There's probably expensive components in that shit. The uh, the fancy Xbox One is like 150 bucks. That's yeah. ridiculous. But um, yeah, it looks different. The machine itself looks weird. It looks it, it looks like it's gonna be bigger than anything ever. I heard the so you see how big that that Xbox is. It'll be bigger than that. Wow. Yeah, they're it's pretty huge. sizable. I mean, so, do you remember like PlayStation? Did two, was it two that had the slim one? They all have, have a slim version now. Does Xbox? Yeah, there's a small. Oh, one. so there's a smaller old? one. Yeah, that's okay. the original version. Because I remember the very first Xbox where it had the X in it. Yeah, that thing was big as hell. That too. was gigantic. Yeah. But it's it's bigger than that even. And then also those old ones, you had the wired controllers, and those controllers were gigantic oh, yeah. too. 
Yeah. Like, that whole thing was just jumbo. It was made for Americans. I guess. We're bigger people. Yeah, and at that time, Suburbans were small. Remember excursions were like the size of like Rhode Island? But uh, they finally, they showed off what it looks like which for the first time, but also they showed off some new games that are in development. And new sweat. Yeah, including NBA 2K21 with uh, Zion Williamson sweating like crazy because it said with the power of the PlayStation 5, you're able to generate just way more sweat than you ever could before. You know, Zion Williams, Williamson is quickly becoming Jason Momoa. The biggest athlete who's never played. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> what does he play? Like 15 games in the NBA? You'd say he's top five most popular players in the NBA. I think everyone knows. He's just such a, a freak anyways. Even if he wasn't any yeah. good, there's just something interesting about him. It's almost like a young Blake Griffin. Yeah, a lot. He was just like a freak, and it was like those dunks. Every time you just always wanted to see him have a chance to dunk, and then, yeah. But, I mean, so Zion, but Zion may be a little... A little bit more special than Griffin, or at least like what they're expecting. Who knows? I'm trying to break my heart here. Oh. No, I'm just. I'm, although, but then again, Blake Griffin was the number one pick, also yeah. like Zion. So Griffin was. Maybe it's just been a while. When was Griffin drafted? Like 08 or 09? Yeah, around there. Been ten years. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, for a rookie, he's getting the. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's on the cover. I would imagine if there having been this trailer thing, but he's the the face of this trailer so far. So that's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. I think I probably already have. Are you going to get one of these? I'll probably get this because I have I have an older PS4. Like it's because they keep releasing like up better versions of it. Mm-hmm. You know, how like they usually take six or seven years to have a new console out. But so then, you have like four point one, and they're on four point five right now or something. Well, they do like they do a point five basically. They did put out okay. like a four point five, and I don't have that. Uh huh. But I do have the Xbox One point five. That okay. plays stuff in 4K. Uh-huh. So I don't need to upgrade that. But since I have the original PS4, I might go to the PS5. Okay. Makes sense. But, I mean, we'll see. We don't know what the price is. It could be $600. That might not be worth it. Especially if there's no games to play on it because of coronavirus and that kind of shit. Yeah. They just really, this was just a, it's a very different type of reveal. And that it was just like trailers of games. Where usually they have like some nerds come out there and talk about hard drives and shit. None mm-hmm. of that. It was just like, here's our game. Here's our game. Just fucking, they play press play on a bunch of YouTube videos, <laughs> which is gives it's kind of cool. But I kind of like that stuff where those nerds come out there. Yeah, you like the pageantry, you like seeing like how excited they are. Like 14 gigahertz. I'm like, oh shit, that's yeah. a lot gigahertz. Wow. Well, fancy that. When does it come out? They didn't announce a date, but it's still set for winter, fall, whatever, before the end of the year. Right before, it would be half before Christmas, right? Yeah, it's usually November, but it might be this time, December 4th or something like that. You don't know. Okay. Fancy that. All right, well, let's uh, shift gears. We have more updates from HBO Go. Wait, no, from HBO Now. No, wait, HBO Max. Uh, the confusion, which I never thought was that confusing, but people it's are... It's got to be old people. People are just don't get it. Uh, they are just making one thing now. So it used to be HBO Go is if you already had HBO on your TV, you can then watch it online. And HBO Now was what if you got it directly. This pissed people off when they put out HBO Max. So they're like, it's just all HBO Max or whatever now. So just don't worry about it. Why do people anything? worry about it anyway? I just assumed from the get-go it was absorbing everything yeah. into HBO Max. But I guess I was wrong because they had to actually clear up the confusion. Yeah, just really uh, rough here. It from, just shows you how yeah. unhappy people are, that this is a thing that bugged them. 
Yeah, I think people really like to take it to large corporations for little things like this. So I don't know how many people were really upset, but I think people no knew that they can get up, get they can pretend they're upset and get people to make this a big deal. Just like the anytime uh, the dad in South Park would stir up the crowd. Yeah. Just, rah, 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 what are we yelling about? Yeah. Well, glad that's cleared up. And I also heard that they put uh, Gone with the Wind back. I don't know for sure, but yeah, they said they're going to do that with some changes or like a a thing before it saying, "Hey, realize this is not from the modern days." There you go. Again, you know, so who's Disney watch do that. that. Old people. Yeah, Disney. You can do that with uh, Song of the South. Just do it. Just put a little forward. Have put it on. Don't tell anyone. Who's gonna notice? Have Chadwick Boseman do a intro before. Yeah, and tell us all why. You it's can okay. come out like Helen Mirren and uh, documentary yeah. now. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. Okay. I want to watch it. I read those stories as a kid. I did. So the whole thing is he's telling the stories. Uncle Remus is telling the stories. Uncle Rico? Uncle Remus. Okay. Very famous character. Uh, he's, those stories with the rabbit and the bear and shit, those were like stories that I read as a kid. They wow. sound nice. And they probably were racist and I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, they were all racist. I'm sure they weren't. And I don't know. It's what it was called, the Song of the South. Is that, that was the movie, yes. Okay, I don't remember what the book stories were called. Hmm. Maybe we'll never know. Yeah, okay. Well, moving right along, uh, officially, we have uh, live PD gone. Yeah, we talked about cops being canceled and this being pulled off the air temporarily. Well, they decided just to cancel it. So, even though there were a lot of people who did like the show, uh, it was the right move because I saw that AE who, who airs it is actually part of Disney. So uh, they got bigger things to worry about and to protect. They don't want people protesting Disney because Disney doesn't do shit like that. Disney won't let us watch Song of the South. Disney (laughs) is probably... Never mind. I won't even get into it. They they know that this is not worth... This is not a fight worth fighting. I mean, how many people honestly watch that show anyway? It's on true And how many of them actually can go to Disneyland or... Yeah, have Disney Plus. And Do you really think different market? The leaders of Disney, Andy, aren't racists. Uh, whatever that guy's name is, seems like a nice guy. I don't know. Bob yeah, Iger. I don't think the current people. Bob Iger is Jewish, I think. Bob Iger's wife hosted NBA Inside Stuff in the '90s. So, Ooh. was she Ahmad Rashad? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, the other person. By the way, check out his book. That have you read that? Ahmad Andy? Rashad's book? No, oh. Bob Iger. <laughs> That book is exceptional. <laughs> the Ride of a Lifetime. All right. It's very good. What was it? It's just about him. No, I was like, what was the ride? Splash Mountain. <laughs> That's very good. He told him to shut it down. That was racist. <laughs> yeah. That ride was way too good. We got to <laughs> shut that shit down. That ride is the best on a hot summer day, but terrible in the winter. But you just feel bad when you get off of it. You feel what? wet. Do you? Yeah, because you just think about slavery. That and... crocodile was racist. Isn't like the racist part like when you're like after the slide part? I mean, the racist part, it's there's no, it's birds and <laughs> bears and foxes. Like <laughs> The bears are chasing honey and the foxes are chasing the birds. Like, it's been a long time since I was on that ride. I think I was 12. Birds are dancing on a riverboat. Like, I think it's been about 17 years last time I was on that ride. Wow. Maybe around 17 years this time, because it was definitely June. It was for sixth grade, end of the year. We got to go to Disneyland. Hmm. So almost about 17 years to the day about was wow. the last time I was on Splash Mountain. So that means you're in 23rd grade right now? Oh, Andy. 
Okay, moving on. CF uh, Live PD. I won't miss it. I've seen it on before, but never watched more than my, one uh, clip. My uncle was big on watching that show. But I mean, so here's the thing. Like, does that mean no more like reruns of it either? It won't be aired. I mean, you could probably not for a while. That probably get the Blu-rays. Of it. <laughs> the Blu-ray. Just the digital set. <laughs> it might come back in rerun form, but especially like that, where it's like, "Well, we're back. It's Friday at four p.m. Yeah. Here we are." So there was I don't also know if there's a lot of rewatch value. To there that. was also controversy in that. Uh, I don't know the full details, so I'm sorry if I mess it up. That in one of the like segments that the cops actually did kill someone and they didn't show it. Oh, I saw that online. Or like, I heard the it producers on buried the footage so that it wouldn't look bad. And it's like, that's pretty fucking awful. Yeah. Obviously, they don't want to show the cops killing someone that's on the a thing, fucking though, TV show. But also, why would you show any of it? If oh, it's, it's live. Cause it, if it's live, yeah. we should. We want to see it live. That's the experience. This is the difference between America and Europe. Europe, they show that they get shit. that live. In Europe, the cops don't kill people, so they couldn't actually, do you know, a show. You know what's so funny, Andy, actually? I do, now that you say that, I do want to actually uh, say, show, like, say something that... Uh, Matt Matt Barnes, who uh, former basketball player who does follow me on Instagram, I've made that clear to a lot of people. He's like probably one of the biggest people. That's one of the leaders of this black, uh, like this uh, Black Lives Matter stuff. Him and Stephen Jackson, who do that uh, Up and Smoke podcast together. But he posted something today that talked about. It said Norway. It said uh, between 2002 2016, they've had four fatalities caused by police. Finland, seven people were killed by police between 2000 and 2018. Germany, 267 people have died by police shooting since 1990. They said the U.S., uh, 1,004 were killed just in 2019 alone. So it is pretty crazy. Well, there's also like nine people in Norway. Yeah, no, I know. And yeah, obviously Germany goes down is, to like... Germany is like, a larger number. Yeah. What's the population of Germany? I think it's probably about 100,000 people, maybe more. 100. 150? Uh, not 100,000. 100 million, 150 100, million. 100,000 though. Okay. <laughs> big, big place. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's half of the U.S. Hmm. You I know, think they're, uh, yeah. I have access to information. Are you you do. Right you never pull out your phone when we're on the pod. Yet the second we're talking off off air, yeah. you have your phone and you're, you're Mr. Google all, all the right, time. Andy, so the USA population is 331 million. So what's Germany? 84 million. Oh, so boy. no, it's not half, but it's uh, almost a third. Maybe I was thinking of the U.K. <coughs> this is interesting. This is very... Po- fascinating stuff we're looking at population the uk is even less i don't know what i'm thinking of <laughs> there's Whatever. no one in europe like you could be thinking of greenland maybe the uk and germany combined the yeah. entire yeah. europe combined entire mm-hmm. eu is like you honestly uh, could just be billion. thinking of europe one billion people where are they all there's a lot of countries there's fucking there's netherlands yeah but all greece. like belgium greece denmark has like six million people uh the eu has 440 million yeah so it's off by a little bit <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. So now I, mean, I know that forever. Oh, you boy. Should, could almost take all of their number and compare it to ours. Yeah. And just see. And because it'll be less. When you hear, oh, four people were murdered in 12 years over there. Well, when there's 30 uh, they, million people. They understand per capita, and I'm sure our per capita is way higher. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But nonetheless, these stats, people don't hear them. As th- in the same way, because I mean, you you realize he said the Germany thing was over thirty years. Yes, I, I heard that. And part. the U.S. was one year. It's definitely safer there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're safer there from you know. Well, you're safer there now. Maybe not in the forties. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And look, they had to have that to bounce. Yeah, back, where's so. that? Where's Hitler kills in Germany compared yeah. to Hitler kills in 2019 in the U.S. Huh? Uh-huh. 
Andy? I, there's more than you would like. <laughs> Billion people in <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Indirectly, yeah, that yeah. was back when, like, what, eight hundred million people were living in Germany, though, in the forties. A billion people in Asia, right? Oh, yeah. probably at least like six billion. They don't have numbers, I don't think. They yeah, don't, they, don't report they lie about everything. There. The okay, Asians. well, let's move on. Uh, none of us here will really miss live PD. We do have release dates have been updated for uh, the forty fourth time. We'll start things out with Tenet. Tenet's pushed push back two weeks. Okay, well, thanks not, for not bearing bad. the lead there, Andy. Why is that bearing the lead? Because That's... I was going to say they're releasing Inception in its place yes, and, and delaying it, yeah. it two weeks. Yeah. So I think in an interview they said Inception is like this movie's brother or cousin. Yeah, it's they look... Similar reality, but not quite the same. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. It does appear like movie theaters could be open by then for us to watch. There was that. a lot of arguing between Christopher Nolan and Warner Brothers. I heard about this because Why? he definitely wants it out. He wants to be in theaters. He wants people to, be able to see it. And Warner Brothers was less. Uh, they were kind of reluctant, but also they're like, we don't want to piss this guy off. Yeah, are you kidding me? You do what he says. So he's also lucky, though. All of the movies. I may have talked about this on the pod last week. Any movie coming straight to video on demand right now, even if it was going to go to normal theaters, I just feel like, oh, that's probably a piece of shit because it's on demand. This Staten Island thing, when I first heard about it, I thought it was just a dumb movie from Netflix. I finally watched the trailer. It actually looks great. That's a real... uh, But I have that just haze of uh, mentality on anything coming straight to on demand. Especially when you don't see a... And I don't watch commercials, but not seeing a commercial for a movie... Straight to Netflix and straight to Hulu stuff is getting better and better, and we'll talk about a couple of these things a little mm-hmm. later. But uh, yeah, we will because they they just go out, they pay money for this shit, so they actually find good movies now. It's not just like yeah, uh, The Lion King two this, on DVD uh, or whatever. That is this Andy? Is this on the verge in a few years? Are we gonna? See, is the movie theater just gonna start slowly becoming extinct here? Maybe. If I this mean, is this type of stuff that's going to continue, where stuff can just go to Hulu and Netflix right away, and you don't even need to go to the theater well, the anymore, the bigger your TV becomes, the less you. But need But also, to go it's to like the movie theaters. I imagine all took a uh, oh, took yeah. a hit over this. I oh, mean, especially were, because twenty four hour fitnesses are like closed. Did AMC actually declare bankruptcy? They were. Supposed I thought they to. did, and I yeah. thought Amazon was talking about buying them. There was, I mean, AMC is owned by some big Chinese company. I saw, but well, Amazon is owned like, by some bald man. So yeah, and uh, he's worth more than China. Yeah. Um, what was I, I mean, also it's like things are overpriced. It's going to get to the point where people aren't going to want to buy a, you take a date to a movie. It's like you get two tickets right there. You're looking at $28, $25, $28, whatever. Mm-hmm. You buy a thing of popcorn, a, a beer. Now, you know, it's like, well, the beers are actually $40, weird $40. enough, reasonably priced there. It's the Snickers well, box with three Snickers that I, are the actually, size of a tooth. You are right. And the thing about the beer too, at least, at least at Century Movie Theater, which is our like, kind of, I would say, our local one around here, is uh, you're not allowed to tip. <laughs> so I go get like my $6 IPA problem? and it's like, I can't. T- no, my point is, is that's what's it's cool. funny. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, I want to give you money. Like, what are you off? I'm going to meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> is that still for the tip, Andy? Oh, Tony. But the, I, the thing I like about it, and there are certain movies like Tenet, for instance, I think it, it would be more enjoyed well, in yeah. a theater or a Dunkirk like, or 1917, like, those yeah, big epics. Course. Yes. That's where I, I like going to a theater. It's also just kind of nice. Get out of the house. You it go is. And watch the theater is something that's like, it's been around for years. So it's like, it's one of those things where people just enjoy itself. It's like I get to go to a comfortable setting, I get big TV, you get to see the 38 trailers that go on before the movie starts. The question is, though, 
and maybe we need to talk to our friend Brian. We need to ask some 13-year-olds if they go to the theaters. Because Andy and I, when we were kids, that was every well, Friday we were me, going to the grade. movies. Yeah. But obviously when you hit, you, know, you grow out of a teenager and you don't need your mom well, yeah. uh, to drive you to the theater, I wonder I, if those kids are still going. I doubt kids still hang out at the movie I don't theater. They're probably not allowed either. to go by themselves anymore. Well, now you have Uber yeah. and stuff, so you don't have to worry about your parents. You can just fucking say like, yeah, I'm not when you're 14. You, you're hey, dude, Uber. I bet you kids I, are Ubering at 14 in Orange County. I promise you that. There are some that do, but I'm sure there's some parents who like won't even let their 22. Yeah, I mean, Uber so. costs money. I wouldn't have been able to do it. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, you need a credit card. You'd have to use your parents' account. Also, uh, a good point. So I just wonder where that is because yeah, we were going all the go- every goddamn weekend. Even it was like, well, I guess I'll see this movie. Like, yeah, I remember we saw that movie about the tooth fairy that kills people. What? I don't what that was, was a real that? movie. Yeah, it was like a horror movie where like it's a tooth fairy, but also she's also a demon and she'll kill you. That doesn't sound familiar at all. Yeah, <laughs> I might I remember, be just combining like eleven movies. But I remember I think Darkness that Falls was so stupid. that was it, right? She, it was the dark. You like, wasn't she the tooth fairy though? Maybe. I Am think I just no, combining she, a movie. I think, yeah, I think she was just like a nice old lady, but she was misunderstood, <laughs> so the village killed her, and now she haunts the the youth. That's Freddy Krueger too. I don't know. Yeah. They're all the same. But she flies, so maybe she is. That's why I thought she was the Tooth Fairy. Look it up, Andy. Pull out your, your, your yeah. smartphone there. There's that uh, movie where uh, The Rock becomes the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. But it's not that one. I don't need it. I mean, even now, like I go to the movies, I'd say once a month. I, I still enjoy it. I like going. You know, they're comfortable uh, seats now. They're, they're way better than they used to be. And I think that is because no one goes anymore. I'll pay the extra $4 a ticket to give me a reclining chair. But... You know what? If you're listening, I'll pay an extra $5 if you can make that seat cool. I don't need this heat bullshit. We're not going to a theater outside in Minnesota. I want that seat to cool me. Why would anyone need a built-in heat seat thing? Come on. Inside? Ridiculous. True. So she was the Tooth Fairy in that movie. Hmm. But I don't know if she was really the Tooth Fairy or they just they said they called her the Tooth Fairy because she would give people money for their teeth. I think she was a real person, so yeah. I don't think she was the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Maybe she became the Tooth Fairy. Why? Interesting. Then the Tooth Fairy fun, little? Fun fact. When the Tooth I, uh, Fairy is not real in real life. Hold yeah. on. That's the most fun fact. I got uh, two fun facts about the Tooth Fairy. Number one, when I lost a tooth for the first time when I was in first grade, I uh, was actually afraid to go to bed that night because of the Tooth Fairy coming. Scary. Yeah. And I remember every time I'd get Tooth Fairy, I'd get like $5. And after... Uh, after, uh, I remember I lost a tooth in San Diego where I was at my aunt's house. Oh, you better hold on to that. And I remember I, uh, woke up that morning and got $2. And I remember specifically saying, wow, the tooth fairy in San Diego is significantly like cheaper. That's yeah. That's insane. Cause the cost of living is higher in San Diego yeah. too. Yeah. So. You should have got like six Oh five or something. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back and complain. Okay, well, we also have updated uh, other releases. Uh, so 007, No Time to Die, got pushed again, but uh, is going to sit on November 20th. I think it actually has moved up. Oh, it was. That's yeah. right. Okay, never mind. I have that reverse. So it was already supposed to be out, but because of the end yeah. of the world, and now it's uh, November 20th. I was thinking about that today, that if all this shit didn't happen, I would have already seen like Black Widow, Ghostbusters. It's oh like yeah, crazy. Have they announced about. anything about Ghostbusters? Just that it was moved to next year. Ugh. So, Ugh. okay. And uh, moving further on down the list, and I think this was an issue because of uh, John Wick Twenty One. 
Yeah. The Matrix 4. Well, they also didn't finish filming, so. Yeah, is now going to be releasing, subject to change, I suppose, at this point, but uh, April 1st, 2022. It's a big year. So, you're going to be waiting a while. Yeah. Um. And, uh, okay, the uh, next thing moving on is uh, we have a new trailer starring uh, our boy Andy Samberg, and it appears he just lives in Groundhog Day, Andy. Yeah, it's a new uh, Groundhog Day-style movie called The Palm Springs, uh, where he uh, is reliving, you know, a day over and over, and it's a, it's a wedding of his friend or something. And uh, But the twist here, and shown in the trailer, is uh, there's a girl that gets stuck in the loop with him. So well, That's kind of fun. You're not yeah. stuck by yourself. He does something a little different there. And it also looks like other people are stuck in the loop, although I can't tell. It also has J.K. Simmons in it. Like that. Um, so I looked into this. This was uh, premiered at Sundance just this, you know, earlier this year. And it was actually the most expensive movie to be bought out of Sundance. And it was bought uh, by Hulu. So the trailer says a Hulu original, which is not... All the way truthful. They just bought a movie. Yeah, it's not true which at all. Which is, is what's happening nowadays is Hulu and Netflix are kind of in hey, a race. Hey, but if that means their stuff is good now. Yeah. So it's different than, I, I believe the Spike Lee movie was actually produced and financed yes. by Netflix. And when we get into that, I have a, a bit about uh, the old footage, if you will. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk all yeah. about it. But there's, yeah, there's, there's movies that are actually being made by those places and also just movies they buy at film festivals, so... This is uh, one of those cases. But it looks good nonetheless. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes out of like 27 reviewers or something. You know what's nice is, I mean, Andy Samberg made Hot Rod. And I loved that movie. But the world didn't. And so he kind of was like, okay, well, that's enough from you. So I thought Popstar was great too. And the world hated that even more. Uh, It was good in a way where you're like, yeah, I don't like it, but I like it. Yeah. It was too self-aware. It was good in a way to bring Lonely Island material into a movie mm-hmm. to do both at once. Yeah. Uh, whereas Hot Rod was just to the root, just badass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, well, that's great. I mean, maybe this will, maybe we'll see more out of those, those yeah, so that trio. Out, it's out July, and uh, I canceled my Hulu because I watched a bunch of Hulu movies and shows that were on and finished everything I wanted to watch, so... I moved on, and now they're like, hey, we got a new thing out, so. Oh, it's, wait, you said Hulu? Yes. Oh, I thought you said Netflix. No, this one's Hulu, but I said. Palm Springs. Yeah. Okay. I said they're both, you know, getting originals oh. like this way, so. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, rad. Okay, well, we have another one. Uh, the Eurovision Song Contest? Yeah, which is a real thing. There's a competition that's all these European countries, like the Olympics, they send groups to do a song and then whoever wins you know gets something i don't know it's like american idol i guess but they're original songs oh okay um so this one is about i believe they're from iceland that oh that they get sent they're not the favorite but they get sent there and it's uh will ferrell and rachel mcadams i've seen i haven't seen a trailer but i've seen them pop up for this yeah so this is going to netflix and it's it's directed by the director of wedding crashers it's written by will ferrell so it sounds like there's some promise there. Obviously, they're both in Wedding Crashers. Um, and yes. And we're, we're a fan of that film. Although it looks like this director hasn't really done much good since. Yeah, but. I mean, it was like that not doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. That movie's from like 2002. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a strange thing watching Will Ferrell do this stuff. I had to look it up. 
So he's in his mid-50s. This just sounds like he wanted to do an SNL skit. Yeah, so they play silly Icelandic people, and he has a funny accent that's probably not very good, like authentic. Although, I don't know. Um, he did that accent in uh, Austin Powers okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's talented. But it just seems weird that this is what he's still making, being mid-50s. Like, he didn't... Like, he's he's a good actor. You want him to go back stuff. to, like, was it Punch Drunk Love? That, that was Sandler. That, that is that Sandler. One, but, uh, he did the Everything one, Must Go. Yeah, every, he did that, that one. That was good. And it's just surprising he hasn't wanted to do anything like that. And especially because the run of movies he's made lately have just gotten trashed. Grandma, or not Grandma's Boy. Um, Daddy's Home. Yeah, Daddy's Home, The House. Oh, The, the House was, uh, I think I actually fell Sherlock asleep Holmes for it. thing. I turned it off. Yeah. So all these things haven't been good. And so he's doing another silly comedy. Uh, but he's actually writing it this time, which he doesn't usually write these movies. Uh, ever, ever since the Adam McKay split. Uh, he hasn't had a writing credit, really. Um, I think that's the saddest thing, is that they stopped making movies together. Because that partnership worked so well. Um, you know what it makes me think? You ever see the movie The Doors, Oliver Stone? I haven't. Is that, wait, which one's that? Val Kilmer? Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer. I've yeah. seen that one. That movie's exceptional. Shame on you for not seeing it, Andy. I think, like, 1992. Uh, and really quick, what's the guy's name who has the deep voice? Tarantino put him in Pulp Fiction, I think, for a minute. And Reservoir Dogs, he cuts the ears, guy's ear off. Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen tells Val Kilmer, Jim Morrison, what are you going to do when the music's over? When you're too fat and old to get up on stage and scream break on through. Someone needs to have that talk with uh, a Mr. Will Ferrell. It's not over for music because I was looking at the site Metacritic. You're familiar? Yeah. Saw a thing. Bob Dylan's new album. Oh, a yeah. masterpiece. And I'm like, what? Really? Fuck? He can't even sing anymore. Like, how is that going to work? He wrote but... like 15 uh, albums in this quarantine. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear what that is. But yeah. His voice is shot, but maybe he's figuring out how to do it. I mean, he, he can still jam and he gets a good band. Yeah. The I, I'm Rolling Thunder Review. Very, very curious how, what that is if like. If you like so Bob good. Dylan, check out the Rolling Thunder Review. It's on Netflix. Is it? I, wa- I watched most of I that. didn't finish yeah. it, but it is so rad. They're all just saying, like, he. Go do, you know, two and a half hours live. But that and was then, from the 70s. So. Yeah, yeah, when he's a kid. Then go back to his like, rental house with the band and whoever else, and then play until like four in the morning in the basement just making shit up. Like, that's pretty yeah. dope. Um, I don't really know how we got down that road. We're talking about Will Ferrell and what he should do in his that's career. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He needs to... Well, maybe this is amazing. And yeah. I was wrong. But... It sounds dumb, though. I will probably watch it. It's going to Netflix. Yes. Okay. When? Uh, I didn't see. I think I think it is soon. Okay. I don't think it's like this is coming because it's a full trailer. They usually don't put out full trailers unless something's coming out within a few months. Yeah, but it's Netflix. So usually, like, yeah, this came out four days ago. Yeah, that's actually more true. I'm looking this up. Uh, bef- while I'm doing this, uh, you tell us about your passion project uh, that you're working on, the doc for Ernest. Yes, the Ernest character from you know the Ernest series. Ernest goes to camp, Ernest goes to jail, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're making a documentary about him, and since I loved those movies as a kid, I definitely want to watch this. Uh, it's a, it's a cool story in that he was a just an actor who did this uh, commercial, and he turned this commercial character into like his his thing. And they made all these different commercials. I think here he was in a lot of auto dealer commercials. But he was really in commercials all across the country. And just kind of <laughs> was able to parlay that into a movie 
character that series and all from a denim he, vest yeah and then he he died early so it, was, or what, it wasn't a denim vest it was like a canvas vest like I don't, yeah, I don't vest. Think it, was, it wasn't denim but it was blue jean color mm-hmm. that, that nice color and really quick so yeah and you couldn't have been more wrong that comes out june 26th so this week next week june 26th is a friday next week what do you mean i couldn't be more wrong i said it's usually you said could be far away it isn't yeah i know what is happening I You're thought you wrong. said that movie could have been coming out in a while. No, I said usually when they have a full trailer, it means it's coming out pretty soon. Oh, I miss Within a couple months said. at least. Oh, that's far and away. this is actually... In Netflix world, that's far. A couple oh, months. Okay. We're both right. <laughs> How about that? Well, it's out sooner than you think, and we'll know. Then, I guess. Yeah. And what about this Ernest doc? <laughs> when does it come out? Uh, this was a very early thing. This wasn't even a trailer. It was just mm. saying, hey, we're making this thing. So, hmm. And it's going to be a 10-part miniseries yeah. on uh, Ken ESPN. Burns' Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's exciting, I suppose. Okay, moving right on. Uh, we finished up last week the best actors of the 2010s decade. Now we're going to go with... Christian Bale, we have to make that clear. Christian Bale won. So again, yeah, hats off to him. Leo was the uh, runner-up. Who was that? doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're not first, you're last. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so we do have the idea. A lot of people came forward and said, hey, let's see uh, some of the not-so-amazing actors, but still pretty amazing actors, and do an NIT list. Yes. And, we did. and by the way, so we got some hate mail about Matthew McConaughey not making the list. He was actually, as Andy pointed out, uh, before we started recording... He he was in the first round, and he... Who did he get eliminated to? Um, Do you have that data? I want to say it was Tom Hardy. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. Who made the final four. Yeah. Tom Hardy, that's just a rough matchup for Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, the first four was drawn completely at random. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... It happens like that. That's just that's just part of the tournament. part of the madness. Process. Yeah. So, yeah, he was already on the list. But uh, we have some great ones in the NIT. So what we're going to do for the NIT here is we're each going to pick two people and then come together to pick the last two to round out the field of eight. So we're going to do it kind of like a, a snake draft style. So I think we decided Tony's going to have first pick, Sean will have second, then I'll have third and fourth, and we'll work our way back. All right. So here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. So who's your first pick? Jessica Chastain. All right. It's a good one. It is a good one. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. All right, so now it's my turn. These are my two picks. I am going with Sam Rockwell and Emily Blunt. Fancy that. Um, I'm blanking on people because we talked about this like an hour ago. I could do Matt Damon, I suppose, but I don't want to miss someone. Yeah, this is you want to you want to take a look at my May I? list really quickly. Uh, oh, this is tough. Okay, so I'll read some of these off uh, just so people can see, because we haven't done that. So Tony said Jessica Chastain. We have Oscar Isaac, Hugh Jackman, Steve Carell, Matt Damon, Rooney Mara, Emily Blunt, Jonah Hill, Tom Hanks, Sam Rockwell, Mark Ruffalo, Charlize Theron, Michael Shannon, Tony Collette, Daniel Craig, Michael B. Jordan, and Denzel Washington. So that's a yeah, exceptional list there. We're only going to eight, so we're only going to eight. So this is a tough one. I won between. You only get one pick. I know, but I just so people know where I'm coming from. Between 
Steve Carell, Matt Damon, and uh, Michael Shannon. And I am going to go Steve Carell. All right. Nice. Does the office count? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just missed it. I mean, My turn? Can, yeah. I'm going to go, honestly, like I, I liked a handful of his movies in this era, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go Denzel Washington. All right. I mean, he's probably the best actor on this list oh, of just total career. It's just because he's been kind of silent in this decade. But even this decade, silent, a couple just, good I don't movies. think I've seen a single one of them. I've seen, ironically, I've seen like a handful of them. I've seen The Book of Eli. I've seen uh, uh, Equalizer, or actually I think most of Equalizer. I've seen Flight. I've seen... Uh, Do you see Equalizer 2? Because there's two of them. I know. I've actually seen parts of both of them, which is funny. Yeah. But I haven't seen the full thing. But I, I did have just seen, watched Inside. Uh, I watched Inside Man. And, and then I last decade, the one but with uh, great but he's good in it with Ryan Reynolds Safe House I watched that one too so yeah but Denzel Washington anything he's in is just is good yeah he brings it he's Denzel Washington yeah all right so we got to pick our last two here so I'm gonna so just we're debating ourselves here I think Charlie Theron should make it she's good we do need more female representation <laughs> uh, but she had a Mad Max movie she was really the star of the Mad Max yeah. movie. She was great. She was even she was in a Fast and the Furious movie. No one cares. <laughs> she uh, this last year had Long Shot and Bombshell. Bombshell was really good. She did great. She was uh, Megan Kelly. Wow, it was nuts. And also had like Young Adult was a really good movie. Prometheus. Uh, she had a big role and it was a big movie. I think Atomic I Blonde was cool. It was, it was John Wick, but without John Wick. I watched like twenty minutes of it on TV one time. I think it was on HBO, I think. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm good with Charlie Theron. There okay. Right. We got to find one more. I mean, I think Michael B. Jordan's a strong case. Yeah. I mean, he was in a few good things. I know, uh, was the boxing movie he was in? He had two Creed movies. Yeah, Creed. Chronicle was really good. I remember Chronicle. That was Fruitvale early. Station. Chronicle had have been like 2011 or something. Yeah, right? it was... It was Earlier part of the decade. Chronicle was an interesting movie. It's just Mercy 19. That was that yeah. was right when that was before I feel like he was Michael B. Jordan too. Like he was right yeah, when he was, was getting on the cusp. That was there. his first, I'd say, real movie role. Yeah. He was a TV actor before that. Was he in the wire? Yes. He's that little kid, huh? Yes. No shit. Wow. I also really like uh Jonah Hill here. Um, we don't have a lot of comedy people in here. Moneyball. But he had uh, Get Him to the Greek, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> okay, actually, you know what? Now, Andy, you're making a case. The 21 and 22 Jump Street are yeah. like and two this, phenomenal This is movies. the end. War Dogs, right? War Dogs. Even uh, you Cyrus, know which I liked. I don't know if you ever saw that. He was in Wolf, I saw Cyrus. Wolf of Wall Street. John C. Riley. Yeah, of course. Wolf of Wall Street is the best performance from him this decade. You know what, Andy? I, I will actually switch that. I, I like Jonah Hill more now. That I forgot that he actually was in all those movies. Moneyball is great. Get Him to the Greek. This is the end. The the jump streets, jump streets. Uh, he's in. I guess he's in Django. I don't think he had like a crazy role. Uh, yeah, he that was is, a cameo. It like, was funny though. He wears the, for what it's worth. He's a voice in Sausage Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it won't matter. Then I was gonna vote Michael B. Jordan anyway. But if you do, what Jonah Hill? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go more Jonah Hill. I think, and I agree with Andy. We don't have like many comedy people in it. It's good to switch it up. Yeah. So. Let's talk about our picks again. I want to know who we're leaving off. So I picked Steve Carell. Okay, you did have Carell in there. And uh, Uh, I know what you did, but I forgot already. I did too. Michael Shannon. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah. (laughs) I had uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, 
Denzel. You know, I might. You can't change it now. Oh boy. Why not? Okay, maybe you can. But I no. might change Steve Carell. I don't think you can because we did a draft. Shut up, Andy. I mean, he's good, but I mean, All Space Force <coughs> doesn't count. He was good in Vice. He was he was good. Um, Cafe Society was okay. Big Short, okay, yeah. Um, Foxcatcher was really Crazy Stupid Love also. Was yeah, yeah way, he was way back. He that. was really good in Way Way Back. He was. Oh scary. yeah, okay, yeah. Eh, I'm I, I'm set. All right. So we'd be leaving behind Oscar Isaac, Hugh Jackman, Matt Damon, Rooney Mara, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Michael Shannon. So none of those people have... Uh, Michael Shannon should be on that list. Just because he's cool? No, because I hated him so much in Let's Go to Prison. Hey, it's your old man Brennan. <laughs> Doesn't count. But no, what I'm getting at is he, as an actor, was able to overcome that hurdle of my loathing for him. And... Uh, like, he was great in um, The Shape of Water, where he's like, he washes his hands before he goes to the bathroom, and the lady is in there like, you need a towel? He's like, two types of people in this world. Guy washes his hands before he goes to the bathroom, and a guy washes his hands after he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> and the lady's like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> and uh, watching him in Waco, I know that wouldn't really matter. It would, it's 2017. I don't know how much we're looking at TV here. Uh, but he, he brings it. Another thing that doesn't count for him, uh, you know, during the whole police protests and all this stuff, where it's like, well, the police are really secretly KKK. And I thought, no, and remember in Bad Boys too. Yeah. Those, the police. You violated busted, my rights. They busted the KKK, including Michael Shannon. <laughs> that was like the first thing I think I ever saw him in. Because that was before yeah. Let's Go to Prison. Yeah. Very early. Uh, but. I think Jonah Hill. I think that's the pick here. Okay. All right. So I'll have to remember. Why don't you just put like a dash next to them? It's hard to type on a phone. <laughs> I'll remember. I'll listen back also if there I don't remember. Do your research. But well, so we'll do a first round next next week. There you go. And uh, send your hate mail to Andy if uh, you wanted Mark Ruffalo or something. He would never have gotten my vote. But Well, you don't want to make Mark Ruffalo angry. Oh, shut up, Andy. <laughs> he wouldn't like him when he's angry. He has one thing. He makes a weird face and pretends to be confused. That's his acting. He had, he had a good good decade. He's in good stuff. I'm not saying he has much to do with it, I don't think. I don't know. Well, he's also saving the planet, if you want to get in, into serious like talk. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's way more into it than Leo. How? Oh, he's way more committed to that shit. He's out there? Like, he's telling people like not to club seals and shit? He stopped fracking single-handedly. Oh, single-handedly. Yes. How? He uh, went up to Barack Obama. And, <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> you don't do it. Okay. Hit him with a stick. Yeah. Well, okay, so we'll get into more uh, the first round, I suppose, next uh, week. We have our we had our little parade and uh, gave everyone some praise. Yeah, and if your draft pick wins, remember, that's part of it. That's true. You guys would have to share. What? Well, the last two don't count for it. So if one of those people win, then we all have to sham ourselves. Okay. Because we should have picked them. If we... I don't know. Yeah. I think Steve Carell's not going to go that far, but... You never know. It's Who did I fun. pick first? Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. You hadn't even seen any of his movies, and he made some great ones this I've seen Captain Phillips. You should have watched... Uh, you should watch the Disney one, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. It's good. I should get your Disney password. <laughs> it's like I'm you watching. still don't have it? I thought I sent it to you a long time ago. 
I don't know if I have that still. And, hmm. We'll say it right now live. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, move on to what we are watching this week. But before we do, oh, yeah. that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. And for a limited time, the Tony's Take listener, that's you, can get 25% off and free shipping simply by plugging in promo code Tony. That is T O N Y. Simply head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's. Plug in promo code Tony. I used that uh, leash today when we took our dogs on a walk, and it is a fantastic leash. Yeah. It is very simple. I, I understand why it's called Simple Doggy, and it works great. We I walk a. When I use it, it's walking a German Shepherd, so it's a big dog. It's not like it's a little dog, so it's, it holds its ground for exactly. you people out there that are maybe a little skeptical of thinking it's only for little dogs. Yeah, it's a real deal, so simpledoggy.com. All right, uh, shall we get into what we've been watching? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've I, got two things. I have two also, but like they're older movies. One of them is like like twelve, like thirteen years old, but I'd never surprised that I'd never. One seen of it mine's before. from twenty eleven. I thought you were gonna say Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah. mega old. It's hard to find that one now. Andy. One of them's really old. It's that one where the train comes at you. Yeah, it's the first movie ever. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. You know, it's pretty I long. It. I guess I'll just I'll go. Andy, how many do you have? I have Seven. three outside of the movie of the week. Okay. So I, uh, for the first time ever, watched the the Dewey Cox movie. <laughs> That's oh. why you were singing that like three times yeah. in here? And believe That's it or not... That's a shame that it took you so long. Believe oh it or God. not, I watched it Friday when I was over at uh, Carter's house, an old friend of the podcast. I was over at a house. He was house-sitting. We watched it there on Friday. And I watched it last night with producer Luke and... Double feature. Yeah, so we... Uh, and so we... Uh, I watched it twice, yeah. And it's phenomenal. What a hilarious movie. I've never seen Walk the Line, so I feel like I need to. Oh, that's to a under, great movie to also. understand it even more. Plus, I've heard it's a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix just kills it. Yeah, so, but anyway, it made me, made me laugh a lot. It's a really funny movie. Great, great, great cast of like, just Is that on geniuses. Netflix? Yeah. yeah, it just came on this like yeah. past week. What is the line that the dude says like, Dewey needs to go through his whole life before yeah. he goes on stage? Yeah. Something like that. And then also, I remembered Sean, the when I was when they played the song "The Midget Man." Oh, let me hold you. And I remember when you played man. that, like, oh fuck, that was a while ago now, like probably four years ago, three, four. When we first were doing the podcast, probably like three years ago, we'll say. And yeah. I remember just being like, the funny thing about that is, it's honestly a catchy riff. It's honestly yeah. a catchy song. I I bought that record on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't blame you. There, there's a lot. They have like they, full they versions have of those catchy songs, songs on that. Stand up for the little people. And uh, but anyway, yeah, funny, great movie. And then last night also, we I watched uh, Madagascar two, which the beginning of it just seemed to me like it's just that movie just seems like it's a knockoff of Lion King. I don't know if I've seen the second one. I just watched the first one with my nephews, like yeah, when I was up in Portland uh, before. The it end of the definitely world. seems to me like it's a knockoff of Lion King. When they first turned it on, I'm like, how are you telling me at the beginning of that movie that's not supposed to be Simba, Mufasa, and Scar? well, Lion King is like a serious movie. Okay, like, I can get that, a, but I'm saying like the way comedy. they make the characters look. The guy, the one guy looks like he's Scar. Yeah. And he's the bad guy. It's Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he's a pretty bad guy. It's a good fit. But uh, yeah, so I mean, nothing new or anything like that. But I mean, some older movies that I had not seen before. But I'm glad I uh, finally saw the Dewey Cox one because I don't get how that took so long for me to not see. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. All righty. 
Well, Andy, I have two. You have three? Yeah. You want to go? You want me to talk about a TV show or movies? Whatever you're feeling. Yeah. Okay. How about just... Just go, Andy. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I watched... surprised. <laughs> I watched Netflix's The Witcher. Ooh. So I played The Witcher 2 and 3, the video games. Ooh. And So you've uh, never seen Witcher... You never played Witcher 1. I didn't. It was like only on PC. This is a movie and a video game? It's a book series. They made a video game... Not to be series. confused with The Hitcher starring Sean not even, Bean, not even right? Close. Okay. So they made a, it was a book series. They made it into a video game series, very, very popular. Um, and then because it was very popular, they, Netflix made a show of it because they need something like Game of Thrones. It's like it's fantasy stuff with. Ugh, I don't uh, need any more of that. Well, then it's not for you. You can skip it. But yeah. I'll still talk about it. Um, I enjoyed playing the, the Witcher Three. The Witcher Three is the end of the story, whereas really this Netflix series, this season at least is more like a prequel to the whole thing. It's setting up the characters, and it does some weird stuff with timelines that people were upset about. And cuz it's you're not you're not supposed to be familiar with the characters because you don't know them yet, and it's kind of confusing with stuff and then like, well, this character is in this, and then they're in this scene, but you don't know is that character. Game of Thrones had the same problem where you're like, I didn't know that guy was that guy. Like, why does he have an eye patch now? I didn't know that. And it's like only people who were super into it can follow. Yeah. So it kind of had those problems and it was kind of you could tell it's not the budget of an HBO shorts, or it's hard to make like fantasy with dragons and monsters and shit on. Oh a, on yeah, a TV I mean show. it's it's almost not worth trying unless but, you have a hundred million an episode. Yeah, but once uh, I kind of figured out who people were and the show like made more sense, I liked it better. I liked the last half of it, so it's only eight episodes. Hmm. So I like the last. That half part's of it. good. Shorter. Yeah. It's a uh, Henry Cavill who's Superman. Mm-hmm. He was the Superman. Is the main character there? And uh, basically, he's a. A mutant who just goes around the town to town and gets hired to kill monsters. Wow, awesome! Okay. But it's good. I think it, I think it's good. Not not great, and maybe it'll get better. Maybe so season two will come out at some point. Okay, interesting. But now, it was Netflix's like big push. I think it's their most expensive. Yeah, I've been seeing ads on like Yahoo for it or something. Yeah, it's a very popular video game. Interesting that the book the book author sued. The company because he's like I made a shitty deal I didn't know how popular this was going to be wow all right what are your movies uh, another movie two movies that are on Hulu right now so I mentioned I stopped my Hulu subscription because I finished what I wanted to watch because these movies were that bad you were like fuck you Hulu no actually they're both very good one of them I think you even might like Tony well actually maybe you like both of them well, which, so, which one so the first one I'm talking about is called The Nightingale it's directed by Jennifer Kent who last did The Babadook Ooh. Uh, the Nightingale is not a horror movie, yet it has some Boo. scenes <laughs> that I thought it was going to be a horror movie. Um, it has some scenes that are pretty brutal. Mm. And what I read is a lot of people actually walked out of the movie when it first was screened. Because I'll just give you some warning here. Maybe this is a light spoiler, even though this stuff happens very early in the movie. There is multiple scenes of rape and baby killing and Jeez. sick shit. Jesus, like bro. an indie movie or something? Yeah, it's it's a small movie. So. Because I just reminded the only one movie I remember where you see like legit baby killing was like uh, in The Witch, that yeah. scene where they just have like they're basically bathing in the baby's blood or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it's what not the it's fuck not violent like that, but it's still seeing you see what happens. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. Uh, but the the premise here is that it's set in Tasmania, so like the island off Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the British have their you know their penal colonies there. So the main character is an Irish. Uh, convict she's a you know young woman and her husband are both living on this thing i guess they're both convicts and they want to be set free 
and uh, then she has to go um, chase down the like army captain who uh, won't set her free and like travel through the wilderness of Tasmania along with one of the aboriginals. And it is a very very dark, depressing movie. It's you know it's the eighteen or yeah eighteen hundreds, um, just probably very realistic but kind of dark and depressing. But I like that stuff, so I thought it was really really well made, really good looking. But uh, if you're not if you don't want to see something like that, I can understand. I understand why people would walk out of it. Yeah, and interesting. The other movie is maybe even darker, but not. Like in that way, it's called Ingrid Goes West. Which one of these I've two? I've seen did, that. Which so. one of these two did you think I'd like? The one with the rape and the baby killing? No, Ingrid. Ingrid Goes West. No, I just know you like the Babadook. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm joking with you. The Babadook is one that I would like to actually like watch again because the night, the only night I've watched it was with you, and we came home pretty drunk from the bar. I think that night, and it was like yeah. definitely like a 1:30, 2 a.m. movie we watched. Woof. But we didn't fall asleep. That's so good. No, I know. We and I, that was definitely like a 3:30, 3 3:30 a.m. night. It yeah. was here too, back before I was living here. So um, you were probably fast asleep. Yeah. Ingrid Goes West is the chick from Aubrey Plaza, right? Yes. Ooh. Is that her name or is that her name in the show? That's, That's her Aubrey name. Plaza. Okay. What, so what's her name in Parks Park? and Rec? Yeah. April. April. Okay. It's too similar. Yeah. April Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> so she is kind of, uh, I guess, mentally ill in this movie and she gets obsessed with someone she's following on Instagram. She morphs. And yeah, she decides to move out to LA and kind of like follow him, ingratiate him. herself in her life, kind of like to show you. She uh, gets obsessed with a guy or a girl? It's like another girl though, oh. like, but not romantically. She just no, wants I to know. be friends like, with her. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. So it is a different different than that show. Those movies are creepy. She wants to be like the Terminator in Terminator 2. <laughs> just <laughs> like absorb her and become her. And kill I don't her. know if that's the best way to say that. But uh, the supporting cast is really good as well. Elizabeth Olsen is the girl she follows, and she's married to Wyatt Russell, who is super entertaining and everything he's in. And Elizabeth- then it had the guy who was in, he was one of like the mortgage guys yes. in oh. the big shorts. So Elizabeth Liz- Olsen is sunny, right? Always sunny in Philadelphia? No. no that's that? Caitlin Olsen. Okay. Liz- I was in Faro, though. I Elizabeth, was in Faro. Elizabeth Olsen is the uh, younger sister of the Olsen twins. She's in like the Avengers movies oh, and stuff. So she's not a... F- okay. She, she's just a all real actors? person. Yeah. Well, she's actually is an actor. They aren't. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what they do. They make clothes or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wide Russell is really good. And then her landlord slash romantic interest is uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who we talked about last That's week. That's right. What year is that from? Because I watched that a long time ago. I think 2017. Hmm. Um, but yeah, also Elizabeth Olsen's brother, that actor, yeah, he was in The Big Short. He was in... Game he, Night? Is that the one? That one? Probably. He popped up in a handful of things at that time. Yeah. He's good. Because the big short's like 2015? Yeah. So yeah, it was not long after. I'm sure he's still in stuff now. but uh, Yeah, I don't doubt it. But never really took over a lead. He kind of stayed in that same position. Yeah. He only has that one, two scenes in big short. So it's it's fun and it's just kind of creepy. It's, you know, about how social media is kind of weird. <laughs> how, I mean... Part of the problem is she's mentally ill, but also you look at the people that are like hurt. She's an influencer or something. She's just an influencer. I just remember person. wherever they go in Palm Springs, that house was pretty cool. Yeah. Or Joshua Tree or something. Yeah, I think it was Joshua Tree, yeah. But I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah, that's a fine movie. You don't just, see her in much. Yeah. Especially in a leading role. Yeah, she's still not a, um, you know, A-lister or anything. She's yeah. in the show Legion, which... 
I watch, I which was over, that. but... Huh. Okay. Well, I have just two. Oh, I have actually one more note. I'm oh. sorry I didn't put it on my list. I just want to say, I did, I did watch the first episode of Space Force, oh. and I understand some of the criticisms of it. I still want to watch it to see it through, but the Steve Carell character is weird. I don't know why Steve Carell... I mean, he's going to be... We're going to talk about him. He's on our uh, NIT list. Yeah. But it's like Foxcatcher, where he has to do like a weird voice, yeah, or, yeah. or Big Short does like some Southern Admiral voice or something. Yeah, it's very like very serious. Arm, and it's like just speak normally. No one will. It's like I know I'm acting. I need to do a different voice. Like, you don't have to. I think uh, he, they probably thought it would make it funnier. It makes the character worse to me. But again, I'll have to see. It I think I've watched four episodes. I'm confused as to how old people are in this show because his daughter is dating a guy who works there, and she's in high school. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? I, I, it's okay. like a... I first went to, it's like, oh, she's in college. It's like Pineapple Express. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't make any sense. Well, that girl is very... She's very um, experienced and adult because uh, the last place she lived, she was able to go in the basement of... Uh, yeah, we figured that out. She's in Ma. Yeah, she's in Ma. <laughs> uh yeah, I think I've watched like four episodes of it so far. I mean, Malkovich, come on. It's Malkovich. Yeah. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Um, okay, well, I'll start things off. You had said this movie was available and it was a thing. I had never heard of this in my life from 2017 about the Detroit riots. Detroit. It's available on Hulu. And um, wow, to say the least. So it's Catherine Bigelow of, uh, which, what's her... Uh, Hurt Locker, Hurt Zero Locker. Dark Thirty. Zero Dark and Zero Dark Thirty. Okay, I didn't know it was both. Uh, it's about the Detroit riots and uh, a particular incident with the police um, at a hotel, motel hotel thing. Uh, just a particular night. It has a whole bunch of people in it, including Anthony Mackie, John Krasinski, wow. uh, Will Poulter, um, John Jer- Boyega, Boyega in it. Yeah, Jeremy Strong. Uh, now, not all of these people have big roles. John Krasinski literally has two scenes, and same with Jeremy Strong, but I mean, you know, it's just still fun. Uh, all I have to say is Will Poulter, that was a, he did a great job of being a little douche cop, but at the time, he's 24 years old, and he looks 16. I had too hard of a time believing that even, I mean, he's bullying around little kids in the show. They're probably, in the movie, they're probably playing, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids. But still, I think any of them would have just finally snapped and smacked him. I mean, he probably weighs 138 pounds in this movie. Um, But he plays a dick cop. And of course, at the end, it's, you know, this is, you know, based in a true story and this cop did this and went on to be a sergeant and yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, burn, burn Detroit to the ground. Uh, and I think they did in, yeah. in that riot. Um, Will Poulter was supposed to play Pennywise. You know that? He wouldn't have needed any makeup. Yeah. He has such a strange face. It's His cheeks are very round and his eyebrows are as if he'd had a Botox gone wrong. He, his eyebrows look like Uncle Leo's when they yeah. drew, <laughs> drew them on in Seinfeld. Okay, now calm down. Uh, a very tough movie to watch, but very well done. And uh, the critics gave it a seventy th- or eighty three, and the audience gave it a seventy nine. Um, so, if you feel like getting into, you know, what's currently going on, like we watched Just Mercy last week, 
and uh, and so on. This one's not bad to watch as well. Uh, next up, I watched The Lincoln Lawyer. Hmm. I uh, was just browsing, and I saw that was available on Netflix. I'd never seen this from 2011. Matthew McConaughey. Um, who else is in this? Uh, Ryan, F- is it Philip or Philippine? No one knows. It doesn't matter. He's irrelevant. Yeah. And then Marissa Tomei, Michael Pena, John Leguizamo, Josh Lucas of the Lowe's commercials. Is it Lowe's? Or is he Home Depot? I don't know. He's in either. I don't know. <laughs> he does the voice. I didn't know that. Oh, come on. I only know him from Poseidon. Right before the ship goes upside down, he's okay. playing poker or something. Uh, but yeah, this is about just lawyers and a uh, piece of shit rich kid and making deals, judicial systems and such. So and I've LA. never seen this movie, but I'm really happy that uh, it led to Matt, Matt McConaughey's connection to Lincoln's. Yeah, that was the initial thing. It's like, is this why you got the yeah, commercials? It's gotta be. It's gotta be. The right? movie is called Lincoln Lawyer. So at first, at first, it's like, oh, well, this is probably some like dumb town and thing or something. No, I thought yeah. it was a dumb town like Alabama, Lincoln, Alabama, or something. Um, and it was probably like a famous case of you know, like, can gays cross the street or something, yeah. you know? Uh, but no, he just he has someone drive him in a Lincoln. I thought he lived in it. No, he's a lawyer. He has money. I thought that was the premise that he lived in the car. No, he gets driven in. He has a DUI, (laughs) but it expired. But he liked having a driver, and so he kept him on. His car is messy because he works in it. So he was like Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Ducks. Sure, yeah. Uh, No, he has a nice home, a view. Uh, Oh, I left off. It also has, um, and I'm blanking on his name, from Shameless. He has three names. William H. Mason. There he is. That's yeah. not a name. That's an initial. It could be enough. Speaking of people who need lawyers, am I right? Yeah. I don't know what happened with him, actually. I think he even got a little busted. I think he got yeah. like a month or something. Uh, but yeah, he, phenomenal movie. Very entertaining and uh, fun all the way through. And you're just like, well, this guy's a douche. And there's some mysteries and hoolahs all the way to the end. I enjoyed it. Couple hour movie. And uh, critics have that one at 84 and the audience 82. So it's not too smart. Yeah, that's that's how that works. I'm almost positive of it. A smart movie will be well-reviewed by the critics. The audience will hate it. Why? Because I say this all the time. People as a whole are dumb. I think Tommy Lee Jones said that in Men in Black. Yeah. A person is smart. People are stupid, panicked, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So those are my movies. Uh, Shall we get into the movie of the week? Which, by the way, we didn't do it again, Andy. Yeah, I know. We got too excited. We have a new soundproof wall that we just jumped right into the show. So I actually looked up some movies. Are we going to do that zero percenter? We could do that. Um, There's another movie I was looking at, like, oh, good movies on Netflix. I feel like you might have watched this, but I'll ask you. Did you ever watch Paddleton? Paddleton. It's Ray Romano and Mark Duplass. Is that the bear? No, that's Paddington. Oh. <laughs> Paddington is You know a- what? I think I started this. Yeah, I didn't finish it. I don't I don't believe. I did start it. I don't think I liked it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know then. Paddington? Yeah, I'm almost Paddleton. Paddington is the bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a paddle and Spell then, it. Like a paddle. Okay. P-A-D-D-L-E and then T-O-N. Yeah, I started this movie and I didn't like it. Yeah, because they play uh tennis or a version of it or something. I don't think we finished it. Hmm. 
Maybe it got better. I don't know. Maybe I finished it. It has, it has good reviews. You don't even put it. Yeah, Metascore is a 70. Um, no, I don't remember finishing it. I don't know. <laughs> Let's okay. not do that one. Okay, the other one, I don't know if you watched another Netflix original. I'm looking at Netflix originals I missed. Um, Win It All with Jake Johnson where he's a gambling addict. I did see that. Oh, fuck me. That's a few years old, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That, I was on a kick because he also was in like a, he worked for a brewery or something. That's drinking buddies. I watched both of those okay. about the same time. Yeah, it's the same director. They were good. That one was a little better. Um, I feel like we talked about that on the pod way back because I think, I or maybe I just told Tony to watch it. This is about gambling. Yeah. But I watched that a couple of years ago. That's okay. Yeah. It's, just, it's the guy who made that show that you liked as well. What was that called? That was all the different people. It's like an anthology. Oh, I don't it's another remember. another Netflix thing. But it Dave was all... Franco is in it. I don't remember yeah. what it was called. Uh, but yeah. And that show got weird. I didn't finish the third season. I didn't even know they had that many I seasons. I think they so. did. Second season, at least. So, let's do that zero percenter. Okay. That one, again, was called Last Days of American Crime. Because, and read, tell us about it. I don't remember. <laughs> what It was some, something stupid. Like, there's an apocalypse, but also people are, he needs a getaway driver or something. I don't know. All right. I'll that sounds like a good movie right there. I should write that one. Uh, Michael Bay. You always need a getaway driver. Okay, so uh, I'll read you. In the not-too-distant future, as a final response to terrorism and crime, the U.S. government plans to broadcast a signal making it impossible for anyone to knowingly commit unlawful acts. It sounds like the invention of lying, yeah, but with crime. Some fake sci-fi stuff. So uh, this stars Edgar Ramirez, who I've, I think I've said this plenty of times. I don't think he's good. He made I, the new version of Point Break, and I just hated it. Like if he, if I was in that movie and I was him, the scene where they're like, "They call me Bodie," I would have said, "No, you're not putting that in." I I didn't watch that movie, and I it won't. sucked. It I was know it's bad, awful. Original Point Break, spectacular, phenomenal. Uh, you know what's fun too is there's none of the main actors in this even have photos on IMDb. You have to do a whole side scroll to get to. Uh, some Dolph Lundgren-looking guy. Well, they got Michael Pitt, who was originally in uh, Bordock Empire, but he was such like an asshole. That I he, never watched that. They killed him off. I think this guy was in Homeland. And then Charlton Copley is the guy that was always in, just he was in District 9 and that shit, Chappie. Okay. He was the voice of Chappie. Uh, all right. Uh, Everyone so, knows Chappie. That was like the best movie that year, right? That was good. So this has a meta score of 15. Does it, <laughs> oh, God. Does it, hard to do. Does it still have a zero on Rotten Tomatoes? That one guy probably came in. That guy who always just gives Adam Sandler movies good the grades. Guy that, the guy that didn't vote for like Derek Jeter in the Hall of Fame or whatever. <laughs> he was like the first guy to give Get Out a bad review. And he's like actually a black guy himself. Let me pull this up. Hold on. Hold on. It has an audience score of 25% and a tomato ro- a critic score of a zero. Right. Only that's, 35. That's honestly impressive. I feel like, could we make a, a movie that at least had a 1%? Oh, Tony Katz. I could make a movie yeah. that gets a 76. Okay. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a challenge. Yeah. Come on. And, uh, you know what? Let's do the it. Three Musketeers or whatever. What, isn't that public domain? Probably, yeah. We talk about, you talk about that all the time. I talk about public domain. I don't know if I talk about that one. Which movie? Oh, Robin Hood. Is Robin Hood. Robin that's Hood, what yes. it is. Same shit. Uh, I guarantee you I could get a 76 on Robin. Yeah. 
uh, making po- film it at the post, I guess. <laughs> It's current, a modern, modern current take day, on it's, you know, it's a sh- uh, our, uh, he's, one of our, he goes beyond the bar, gives poor people free drinks. Yeah, one it's of, like uh, Romeo and Juliet. One of our fan favorites, Tommy. He always he mentions that night a lot. How it was like, how he had it, like that was one of the first times he like really got to met us and stuff, and like was told he had to stay late because someone was yeah. filming in the dining room. Filmed a, a, a up, short in there. Ended up being Sean. That guy grew up to be Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the last days of American crime know this going in we we picked this because it's fun it's a zero you're supposed to hate this maybe just maybe this is the new version of uh oh shit what's that really bad movie? the room the room no that's right i think the room is probably not it's hard to top that i'm surprised jason momoa is not in this yeah. also if you uh don't know about the room uh the disaster artist is on netflix i saw so hmm. yeah yeah decent movie about that making of that movie well set your uh your put this uh, on your list to watch it's uh 148 minutes oh what how do they do that woof is there like a section you can just skip can you watch it at one and a half two percent you know like the netflix times skip fast? button for like the intro yeah it skips over 30 minutes <laughs> Jeez, i'm crow well, I'll watch this, I guess, at some point this week. Maybe I'll watch it in a couple of segments. I mean, to be fair, the Michael Bay movie was also that long, I think. So Yeah, it was overly long. Um, like, that movie could have ended. That could have been a hundred or an hour 35. It would have been fine. Okay. Shall we get into the movie of this current week? The Five Bloods? Yeah. This was a... Uh, Spike Lee's... Very big... Uh, great Netflix movie. 93% with the critics, 60 with the audience. So it's a big deal for Netflix to have this movie at this time. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little non-spoiler stuff. So really quick, the thing I was saying earlier, I had read that Spike Lee had to go and basically plead with Netflix to allow him to shoot the scenes where they're like the flashbacks where it's smaller in... Uh, is it 14 millimeter? 16 millimeter? Oh, is that... I didn't know. Small film. Was- which is rare these days to even uh, re, you know get your hands on, and uh, they finally I didn't, let yeah, him I didn't do know it. if that was an effect or something. I like thought that. the same thing. I didn't think it was that. And I mean, did you need to do that? I get it for the 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 sake of filmmaking, but on my little LG TV that's not even high def, I didn't. Yeah. Well, were the other parts where it was supposed to be them filming in present day on a small camera in no. that? Okay, but that was different too, and that's what that was confusing. Yeah. Uh, not that I know of, at least not that I saw uh, in that read. But yeah, so I think we, I mean, we obviously said this last week. You want to tell them the premise here mm-hmm. or a little bit about it? So yeah, directed by uh, Spike Lee. It was uh, originally written by a couple people like a while back and then the script was bought in Spike Lee and his uh, guy he writes the last few movies with actually, you know, Turner's the screenplay. I'm sure they made a lot of changes, but um, this is Spike Lee coming off Black Klansman, which was a huge hit for him. That was good. Big, big. Biggest movie yet in, in a while, I'd say at least since Inside Man. Um, so this was exciting to see what he's going to do next. And um, yeah, the premise is uh, these four Vietnam vets, they go back to Vietnam because when they were there, they actually found all the, this gold. They buried it and said, we'll come back for it. We'll also come back for our, I guess, their captain's body who died during that sequence there. Yeah. Um, the captain there played by Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther himself. Now tell them the big issue. What? The napalm that went off. So they basically yes. lost the map. They couldn't go back and get it when they wanted to because, yeah, napalm destroyed the area around that and they didn't know where it was. And 
they the reason they came back this late is because they were actually finally they saw the tail of the helicopter. Yeah, you could finally see it. Yeah, so that's why that they're going back in there. I think for the realistic like time, they should be almost seventy or even seventy. That if they were nineteen during <laughs> that part of it, I mean then, they're getting old. Yeah, so I think the actors themselves weren't as. How old. how old is Delroy? I think he is almost 70. So uh this was the, the one the one of the guys was a bit younger but they think they were all late 60s. Delroy is born in 52. Yeah. So, so almost, there you go. Almost 68. there. 68. Um but I know some people would complain that oh it doesn't make sense the ages don't line up. Um also you don't want to see 70-year-old guys doing action movie stuff which is not like there the was the guy from the wire goes shit which was, he even had in here he's born in 54 that was a highlight for me when i saw him i'm like i have to work that in i started point. re-watching the wire over the weekend because of that he's so good yeah I, I like that an actor can have a catchphrase yeah and he's not like a comedy guy or anything he's just that's a catchphrase shit <laughs> um yeah the there's also the, one of the other actors also from the wire he's been in a bit more, I'd say, uh, Clark Peters, but he was, he was a bigger role in The Wire. He Who was, was from, he in The Wire? He was one of the detectives from episode one, from all the way from the beginning. He made, huh. like, the furniture <laughs> furniture and stuff. He made the furniture? <laughs> and that's, what, that's something I remember from The Wire. He, like, made, like, little furniture or something. I don't remember that, and I literally yeah. just watched, like, the first three episodes over the weekend. Maybe I'm crazy. I think you're crazy. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> little furniture? Yeah, what does that even mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, little like miniatures. Like, elf? <laughs> That reminds me of a scene in Scrubs where uh, JD took, you know, the little thing that goes in the middle of a pizza to keep the box from pushing into it? Yeah, the table. And he, he's like, I'm uh, establishing an elaborate plan against Turkleton where one day I'm going to take everything out of his apartment. He'll wake up and everything will be little. <laughs> yeah, that's. He's like, this will be his, his dining room table. Pretty good. Uh, I don't remember that in The Wire, though. Well, that's not the point. Uh, yeah. Where were we? About the movie. Yeah. So the movie did explore uh, themes of like racial issues and Oh, are you how... kidding me? It leads with that. Yeah. So like Black Klansman where it inserted like real life stuff into the movie. Which, by the way, if I've read right, so they have that scene where that uh, Vietnam guy is like murdered in the street. I have read a thing that he had like just come from like assassinating an entire family or doing some awful act, and they killed him because of that. It wasn't just like this guy's walking with a CD yeah, player. Yeah, I, I don't know the whole story behind that, but it's that was real footage. It's crazy. And I've never seen the footage, by the yeah. way, until now. God damn, I've only seen the photo. You don't need to see that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's about how you'd say how black people fought this war at, at a uh, higher rate. Than the rest of, of the Americans and came back also, and still were. Black and this people. is just, I guess, blame the uh, middle or elementary schools or middle schools for not telling you this. Viet Cong, were they the good side or the bad side? Was Vietnam even a good side? So there was the North Vietnamese, which were communists. The South Vietnamese were not communists. The Viet Cong were people that lived in South Vietnam but supported the communists, and they attacked the Americans who fought okay. with the South Vietnamese army. Because I thought that was a gnarly scene, and that's what I thought yeah. when those guys send over a drink, yeah. and they were Viet Cong. Like, yeah. so we're, that's we're kind of nuts. Like You probably shot at that guy. <laughs> that's crazy. Where they were was um, South Vietnam. So there were a lot of people 
the residents of South Vietnam who just didn't want, they didn't want to fight the war. They wanted North say, okay, the people of North Vietnam, they won. That's who we want to be the leaders of our country. But the U S inserted themselves and supported the other government. So Mm -hmm. they were basically like the farmers and shit that were fighting back. So, yeah, it's one of those things where, again, people don't realize that we actually lost Vietnam. Like, Oh, it just ended. Like we actually, like we left, we signed a peace treaty and left we left them and eventually the North actually won. So in a way the U S lost that war. Um, but I think everyone knows that Vietnam regardless was a shit show. I don't think there's any movies that show it in a positive light. Yeah. And, uh, so he meets that, I'm kind of jumping. He meets that girl at the bar and she's there with her team for lamb or whatever, where they're trying to take out the old landmines. Yeah. So okay. I, before we talk anything like this, <sighs> Let's talk about okay. non-spoiler stuff, and then we'll just say All right. non-spoilers. I wanted to look this up, and it reminded me, and I, I, okay. I found exactly what I needed to find. All right. So you saw, you mentioned it earlier, very d- divisive movie. I watched it, and I'm like, oh, this is this was pretty good. And I went to go read some like internet discussion. Oh, I'm sure. And people just shit on it. Well, it's because of Spike Lee also. Even if it yeah. wasn't a divisive movie, people hate him because of what he does. So yeah, you saw that the Rotten Tomatoes user scores were much lower and uh, this had like an 84 on Metacritic, which is really high for Metacritic. They usually don't see movies that high, even on ones that get good Rod Tomato scores. So, mm-hmm. um, do you think it was worth that that score? I mean, I don't. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. It, it was a fun story. Um, the camaraderie between these guys, but then to the end of it, the, I mean, it's camping. You know, you you probably don't like most of your friends after you camp with them yeah. and add, you know, 60 years to your life. Uh, one thing also is like they're lugging around all the gold. I don't <sighs> think they could do it. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was good. Um, Delroy kind of went nuts. Yeah, and that, that's what people are really pointing out from this movie is that like that was such a great performance of a... Uh, a guy on the edge, PTSD, clearly. He's already back uh, filming with Nick Cage. Yeah. You're going to make Gone in uh, 61 seconds. That uh, He has a, a great performance. Um, just goes all, all different types of places in the, in this movie. Um, so yeah, I Why think it's good has he you... been so idle, at least for movies I've watched? 90s, what? he exploded on that screen. There's not a lot of roles for older black guys. I mean, Denzel Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Come on. I mean, there are people who just, they, they take them. And I think there's also choice between people, people who consider themselves well, big time actors. aren't They might take a paycheck every few years and then go I'll away. I'll say this. Hats off to Spike Lee for bringing him in so we can see him in more things. If he's like, I'm good, I'm retiring, Yeah. then God damn it. I don't want that. I want to see this guy be the next, you know, uh, helper of Batman. <laughs> Lucius Fox. Yeah, Lucius. Uh, just that kind of stuff. I want to see him in another movie with Nick Cage. I, I would love that because it's Nick Cage, but It'd be good. I don't know. I just I'd hope to see that. Uh, All right. So we're ready to tell people to go away if they haven't watched this. Yeah. So if you haven't seen yeah. it, leave and and go mute, watch it because you have Netflix. It's on Netflix, and this is better than ninety five percent of everything on Netflix at this moment in time, uh, especially something that's original from them. I mean, this literally came out on Friday. Yeah, and it's about Vietnam, and every movie that has Vietnam is nothing. That was some of the best music ever. That yeah. 
spot in the world of time. Spectacular. Well, and just how they used it so well. Yeah. And like the acapella Marvin Gaye. Like, yeah, like I did like some haunting. of that stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a little eerie, but it was rad at the same time. Uh, so he meets that girl, and her, she's there with her crew, and they're picking up old live mines that just didn't explode. And it's like, how does it not just from storms, weather, something happening, an animal stepping on it, it just go off if they're just activated by weight. It's got to be a real thing because it's in so many movies. No, here it is. And I think I'd seen it in a movie where they're like, there's this amount of things. I don't know if it was a movie or if I was watching like a Schulhauser goes to Vietnam type of thing. I don't think he did that. It wasn't that, but you know what I mean. So just pulling this up on uh, Google, overall an estimated 800,000 tons of unexploded ordnance remained in Vietnam after fighting stopped in 1975. It has caused more than 100,000 casualties, including 40,000 people to die. 80% uh, 80 of the land in uh, Quang Tri is uh, still contaminated by mines and explosives. Are yeah. you? That's insane. I didn't know it was that bad. I thought, like you, that they would have. Uh, well, these people who are doing this work would have done a lot of it already. But how about this? It was made well back then. If that yeah. mine was made now, come on, probably have a shelf life of like yeah. three weeks. They don't make them like they used to. But yeah, I don't remember what that was that I, I saw that in, but it, it made me want to look that up, and I forgot about it until now. So I missed that that's what they were doing, but I still was like looking for the mines because it's such like a cliche. Yeah. When they were first looking for the gold and the you know metal detectors going off, I'm like, oh, and you're, oh one of these guys is going to step on a You're waiting mine. for yeah. it to happen, but then that was so easy. Like this guy's panicking, he's pissed, and he's stepping backwards uncontrollably. Yeah. You knew that was going to happen. So there's a lot in this movie where I'm like, why would they do that? Like the choices they make. And then you have to always step back to like, because they're, they're not the smartest people. They're just regular characters in a movie. Um, but one thing that really was like, why'd they give the crazy guy the gun? <laughs> yeah. You knew that was going to fucking happen. Yeah. Like, just take it. You can have the gun. You're in charge now. And it's like, oh, shit. Also, <laughs> how common is it for someone to pretend they're rich and not be rich at all? Every, there's always a movie with that. The great know. Outdoors. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing also where it's like, how often do people actually lose it all? Must be all the well, time. It's like, actually, I lost the whole thing. Get like, rich. What? Like, were you I fucking was. gambling? Yeah. I don't have a, a dime in my like, name. Rich now. people don't lose their money. That's, that's kind of how it works. Because people that are taking huge risk in gambling. According are, to Hollywood, it, they do. Yeah. He's like, I lost my car dealerships. <laughs> yeah, you know, the car dealer means what Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Not as well off as you thought. Um, anything that you didn't like about it that was done poorly, anything like that? Uh, the, um, another thing of like why they do this and they have to do it to serve the plot, but the, the Jean Reno character, which, which it was, was in like, like Vladdy Divac was in for like yeah. seven minutes. It was funny how, so when things kind of go to shit and they go to their, their guide, who's going to pick them up like, Oh, we got all this gold. And he's like, Oh, I'll help you with that. I'll get you. I'll help you, you know, convert it or whatever. And I was like, they didn't even need that guy. And that that guy ended up, they, he was like going to be their money launderer slash, you know, assistant. And he was going to charge over 20%. And in the end, he just sold them out and tried to take it all for himself. Mm -hmm. And he was the bad guy. And when they could have just used this other local guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, why did you guys do that? What do you think was going to happen that you I told this guy? It must have been something like, oh, this guy wants to be in this movie. 
We'll write him as an evil guy. I mean, they had to have the a bad guy. So the other part of it, there was a lot of accusations of racism on Spike Lee's part, and that showed Vietnamese people there not in good light. That those people were bad, and it's like, oh, what do they think? It's all lawless there. I'm like, no, I think they were just hired goons by that character, the French guy. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's not like they just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I thought at first, like, what's going on? I did too, but also because they were following them. The oh, I didn't. Did I miss that? They did you not watch this movie? I did. <laughs> they pan to them in the woods, and they're watching them like pick up the gold, or right around that scene, they're they're watching yeah. them with like a sniper rifle or something. Because there's also the the Finnish guy. I don't see where he got separated. Who's the Finnish guy? The white guy who wasn't Richard Jewell <laughs> of the 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 mine people. Oh, yeah. Um, he had a very Finnish name, so... We, you don't see where they got separated? He yeah. ran off. So when they first untied him... I, he ran. Dark. It was really dark. Yeah, he booked it. <laughs> I don't know. And then they, those people caught him. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to have you back him for the money. And they're like, we don't fucking care about him. But I really liked both halves of it, where I think some people would will say... The second half was bad because it's old people doing action and they're making bad decisions. Well, it was funny that they didn't even bother making him look old for the flash or young for the flashbacks. I think it was intentionally, but then I saw Spike Lee just said, no, nah, I didn't have the money to do it. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, it's a flashback. So it's like, well, anyone can vi- envision flashbacks differently. Yeah. And so I thought it was kind of fun that it's these old people pretending. Like reliving their yeah that's, youth. That's how I saw it. It's like but yeah, they're... Chadwick Boseman's young because he, he died. He never lived to be old. Uh, I thought it was fine. I, I I mean that makes sense. They didn't have the budget to do it because I at it was the fine, end though. they had that photograph of them actually de-aged. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's spent all the money on the photo. Yeah. I mean, the Irishman cost two hundred million dollars. So like, we can't do this again. And Netflix is broke. Yeah. But I thought the first half was really good of them just. The pageantry, also the shit guy, always had a drink in his hand. Yeah. Every scene before they're uh, Well, it's illustrating that they all have problems, and he had the least, um, like, revelation. And his his end, and that's why I think it was kind of brilliant, is you don't really know what's going on with him. Uh, He just jumps on that grenade, no fucking thought. My God, that was nuts. And it was like, well, something's with him. He never got over this either. Like, we see, you know, Delroy Lindo's character just... Well, have a meltdown and he's talking to himself. In that scene, obviously, I think anyone would just go straight back to it. You're in that same area where you had these gun battles, you know, 50 years ago. I think yeah. it just kicks in innately. Mm. It was uh, something. I, I'm not going to say it. I think people are saying, oh, it's, gonna, it's an Oscar contender. I don't know about that. We don't know mm. what movies are coming out, but. That's hard to say. I would say no. Uh, I think Vietnam is just so overdone. But this is kind of different, but it's also kind of like Three Kings just yeah. years later. Also, there was a Netflix movie last year with Ben Affleck and Oscar Isaac that was not the same premise, but it was similar in that they uh, go to a foreign country and they have to go they go rob this place and then they have to make it out. And it was like, oh, this is kind of similar. Where it's like, oh, the people want to chase them and then the money's heavy and all this shit. And it's like, this is Netflix's territory here. Mm-hmm. Well, all in all, yeah, I enjoyed it. Sounds like you did too. Anything else to add before we wrap this one up? No. Right. No. Well, you've been listening to episode 175 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And the off road Andy. Yeah. Bye. That was sad. We'll see you later. <laughs>